0: Welcome to Seven Minute Torah, an exploration of the weekly Torah portion with me, Rabbi Micah Streifer. If you enjoy this podcast, please feel free to subscribe, or comment, or share it with a friend. Anyone who's ever seen the musical The Sound of Music knows that the beginning is a very good place to start. So the Torah does just that; it begins at the beginning. Bereishit bara Elohim et hashamayim ve et haaretz when God first began to create heaven and earth. And then it goes on to tell us a story of how ancient people believed that the world came into being. So let's get one thing out of the way quickly here. The Torah is not trying to tell the scientific history of the world. It's not meant to compete with Big Bang cosmology or the theory of evolution. It's simply not telling that kind of story. Ancient people didn't have that kind of access to science and they didn't even think about the world that way. When our ancestors told stories like these, they didn't test them scientifically and try to prove whether they were right or wrong, like we might do. Instead, they learned ethics and lessons and morals and philosophy from them. They learned about their own lives through the stories that they told. So when we read the opening chapters of the Torah, we're reading a literature that's meant to teach us something about what it is to live in the world, to have relationships with other humans, with other kinds of living things, and with the earth that we live on. So if I were to ask you, what does the Torah say about how the world came into being? You probably know the basics of the story. God creates the world in seven days. Something new is created every day. First light, then sky, then land and sea and plants, then the sun, moon, and stars— Then all kinds of animals, and finally human beings, until on the seventh day, God rests on what we call Shabbat. You might also tell me the story of the Garden of Eden, Adam being given responsibility to care for the garden, Eve being made from his rib, the two of them eating the fruit they weren't supposed to eat, being kicked out of the garden and ultimately having to till the soil and grow their own food. Creation is one of the most famous and well-known stories in all of biblical literature. So many people know the creation story. But did you know that it's actually not a story? We are reading not one, but two different accounts of the origin of the world. One about the seven days of creation, and one about Adam and Eve in the garden. And they tell different and even contradictory things about the earth and about humanity. So how do we know that these are two different stories? Well, first, they use different language. The first story refers to God entirely as Elohim, which is the Hebrew word for God. The second story refers to God as Adonai Elohim, Adonai there being a stand-in for the Hebrew Yud-Heh-Vav-Heh, which is kind of like God's proper name. It's related to the Hebrew root for being or eternality. So already off the bat, we have two different stories that use two different words for God. They also paint quite different pictures of the mode in which God creates the world. In the Genesis 1 story, that is the story of the seven days of creation, all of creation is orderly. A few things per day get created until finally everything is there and God can rest. And what's more, the mode of creation is speech. God said, let there be light, and there was light. So Genesis 1 presents a majestic, orderly process by which an all-powerful God speaks the world into being. Genesis 2, by contrast, is messy. God forms things and plants things, creates everything, including human beings, out of clay and earth. It's a totally different image, maybe a much more earthy image, of God creating the world in an active and imminent way. The third difference, and maybe the most striking difference between the two stories has to do with when human beings are created. In Genesis 1, the story of the seven days, humans are created last. After the earth and sky and all the living things and plants had been created, God makes humanity in God's image, the pinnacle of all creation. And God hands the world to us and says, be fruitful and multiply and rule over it all. But the second creation story starts like this. It says, when no shrub of the field was yet on earth and no grasses of the field had yet sprouted, the eternal God formed the human from the dust of the earth. So whereas in the first story, human beings were created last as the pinnacle of all creation, in this one, we're created first. And we're first because we have a job to do. It says the eternal God planted a garden in Eden and placed the human being there, Lishomra Shomra Ula to take care of and work the land. So in one story, we're the pinnacle, the culmination, the ruler. And in the other, we're the gardener, we're the caretaker. These are two very different pictures of what it is to be human and of the relationship we have to the earth. The irony of them being so different is that they're both right. As human beings, we are in many ways the ruler of this planet. We've been able to do things no other species can do. We use the Earth's resources to build and do amazing things. We've built an extraordinary civilization out of what this planet has given us. And we've also changed the shape of the planet, both from a physical standpoint, what it looks like, and also climate-wise. We have acted as rulers, for better and for worse, and maybe more for worse but we're also meant to be caretakers. When God places Adam in the garden and says, Le shomra u la ovda, your job is to care for it and to work the land. That's a message for all of us. Our extraordinary capacity to use from the earth and build from it needs to be balanced with an extraordinary commitment to safeguard and take care of the land and its resources. The Torah seems to be warning us, don't go thinking you're the pinnacle of creation or anything, just because in some accounts, God made you last and handed everything to you. In other accounts, God made you first and gave you the responsibility to take care of it. There's a wonderful story in the Midrash where God takes Adam on a tour of the garden and says, look at all these wonderful things that I created for you. Make sure to take care of them because if you bespoil them, no one is coming after to clean up after you. Those are wise words in this moment in history when our earth is becoming more and more bespoiled. So at this time of Bereshit, this time of beginning, let's look with new eyes at our responsibility to take care of the earth. Judaism teaches that we are both the ruler and the caretaker and that those aren't so different from each other after all. We have both a Jewish and a human responsibility to do a better job taking care of this planet for ourselves, for our children and future generations, and also for all the other living things that we share it with. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to 7-Minute Torah. If you enjoyed this program, please leave a review or a comment, and please pass it on to a friend. You can also subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Have a great week.